0: Lick the stamp and send it, the new one-stop shop for all your motorsport desires. Upload to Spotify every Monday. Maybe not every Monday, what if something happens and we can't upload? We'll chat all things engines and tyres, Formula 1 to Formula E, WRC to Extreme E, tractor runs or lawnmower racing. What if we left something out? What did I tell you about apologising way? Sorry, sorry. James! Anyway, so, rev up your engines, power up your motors, check the flag, lick the stamp, and send it. Um, sometimes you just got to lick the stamp and send it. So uh, <laughs> there we go. I, I enjoyed it very much. Hello and welcome to Lick the Stamp and Send It, everybody's favourite motoring podcast. This week, sadly, yet again for I don't know how many weeks now, I do not have Ava, Ava, come back. We miss you, even my mate, even my mate. Uh, Jordan misses Ava because he was reading the description a couple of weeks ago and we went, that's not Ava, that says Katie. Where's Ava? Even he, he, even he was asking. So Ava, come on back. But don't you worry, this week I have a guest. I have another guest, this is, this is the third guest in the room. We really are expanding the Lick the Stamp network and I'm absolutely loving it. So we have Sophie. Hello Sophie, welcome to Lick the Stamp.
1: Hello, thank you for having me. I'm excited to yeah be filling in the, the guest spot.
0: <laughs> so Sophie, oh, just cover my mouth there. Sophie is coming to us from a wonderful bit of technology that got way too much free advertisement over lockdown. Uh, other people know it as Zoom um, today,
1: which also provides the best um, kind of. Ironic subtitles for Formula One when they were advertising <laughs> along the
0: racetrack. I got and so I got, the cars
1: are going past, and it was just zoom, zoom, zoom. I
0: got, I got sent that meme. Actually, I remember, I remember that meme. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. oh, <well. laughs> anyways, this week we're going to be talking about Azerbaijan. Oh, is it Azerbaijan or Azerbaijan? I don't know. I don't quite know. And all the absolute, well, not going to lie, boredom. It brought and the chaos it brought in the, in the feature races, not in the feature races, the support races. Also, we're going to be talking about F1 Academy and other, obviously, the other motorsport of the week, F1 Academy. Woohoo! And we will be yeah. talking about what's it like to attend a race weekend, be it something F, F1 or something not F1. What is it like to go? Anyways, we will start with the wonderful bit of the race. Not going to lie, the actual race, a little bit boring. I know you haven't seen much. Um I literally got told about five minutes before we started, uh, Sophie went, I haven't actually seen anything to do with this weekend. And I was like, oh, great, <laughs> that's fine. But it's all good because Sophie watches that on Channel 4, like myself, every now and then. Um yes. Channel so yeah. 4 supremacy,
1: but unfortunately not so easy to get a hold David. of when I'm not in the UK. David. Oh, David Coulthard.
0: Anyways, uh yeah, race... You're not really going to miss much, honestly. It was a bit boring. Uh, Charles put up a decent fight. Um, I don't know how much of it you know, but yeah, Charles put up a decent fight in the first corner and in the first couple of laps. But then Perez overtook him, and uh, well, basically just left him for dead. Kind of like there was a there was a there was a small glimmer where Charles was like, "Oh, I might be able to get him," but then the gap opened up, and it was just like, "Oh, great, here we go." Uh, take a guess what the take a guess what Max then did?
1: Oh well. I can imagine that
0: he somehow ended up winning the thing. He didn't win. But he did overtake oh, no, Charles.
1: Okay.
0: He was, to be fair, had it been like I reckon if <sighs> it had been like another ten laps, obviously there can't just yeah. be another ten laps. But if there was like another couple of laps, like he probably would have over uh, he probably would have overtook them and won. But yeah, Charles Korra, Max overtook Charles. Oh sure.
1: Charles. Shaw did a oh, did get goodness. on the podium. That
0: is now the fourth team on the podium. Uh I did have hopes that it would have been somebody that wasn't a Red Bull winning. But, um, you
1: know, that's just
0: because Adrian is an absolute genius and an absolute god when it comes to, like, just that, the car. Red Bull are in a league of their yeah, own. Yeah, their league's ahead. It's not even F1, it's F a million. What on earth was that? There was just a massive bang, from probably a door shutting. and I was like, oh, my God. But yeah, F, It's it's just Red Bull are just in a league of their own. Like, they are just going for it. Perez had a superb launch on the on the race, obviously didn't manage to overtake him in the first corner, but it obviously eventually overtook Charles and I saw one thing where at one point it was like a twenty kilometre per hour difference between them and the Ferrari. Wow. It's a shame you can't see this on video because Sylvie's unbelievable. Yeah. Sylvie's face is like (laughs) lit up of just like, oh my days. Yeah. It's just
1: Oh my. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna be be watching this coming race weekend, Miami. I'm going to find, I'm going to hunt down Woo-hoo! somewhere in Berlin, and I can sit and watch it um, because, oh my gosh, you, it's you, always so great. But it, I mean, it's weird because after Mercedes being dominant for so long,
0: it's weird seeing another team.
1: Yeah, like it's peculiar.
0: Yeah, the it's gonna dominance is going to become a, a key little topic in it. In the next thing, I'm going to say obviously about, well, in, in the thing I'm going to say in a minute about. Um, the weekend because we all know what this weekend was it was a sprint but first of all I just want to say FIA what on earth are you doing like so so obviously as Sophie says she's not they've not seen much of what's gone on this weekend but you know what happened at the end of the race don't
1: you yeah I mean this I literally the first thing that I saw you know obviously I think if you're into most sport in any capacity, then your social media on a race weekend just gets absolutely flooded with everything (laughs) that's been going on, whether it's, you know, the teams, the drivers, or the memes. (laughs) And the first thing I saw, like, I didn't even see the result of the race, but I saw about what happened in the pit lane, and that it was just, quite scary just
0: stupid like it that wasn't actually the only inc- incident the that the FIA just had an absolute may may a may on this weekend um
1: incident
0: nothing just an incident um like just <laughs> oh i don't know FIA kind of just need to pull it out and just like sort themselves out bring back Massey. um because honestly he wouldn't have i don't think he would have let something like this happen Um, absolutely not, but like, just FIA, the the other incident is going to come on, and we're going to talk about it in a minute, but, uh, I will say one thing about this weekend, that, um, yeah, this, the actual race, race day thing, this section, very, very short, because there really wasn't much that happened, but the big thing that happened, someone has replaced Fernando Alonso, because Fernando Alonso was a team player. Well,
1: maybe (laughs) it's Taylor Swift's influence.
0: See, I got oh. oh <laughs> see, I I got told by Dara, our guest from last week, to just maybe hold off about the Taylor Swift thing, but now it's been brought up.
1: Oh, I brought it up. I'm sorry. Oh,
0: we can men- we're going to mention that bit in a minute. Um, but yeah, Fernando. I'm Londo, trying to think of
1: um, like song titles to use as puns, but was- oh, I'm no good at
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, there was absolutely no bad blood between him and Lance. I'll tell you that much. Uh he was like he was g- oh. <laughs> That was so natural. Um yeah, like he was a part of the race. Nando turns around and goes, "Tell Lance to use this brake balance." And it was like, "Nando? Nando? Who who are you? You're being nice? You you're being nice during this?" What, what? It was it was so strange. Like that he was obviously, we all know what uh, Nando's like. Obviously, we've had oh, he, he is he's nice every now and then, but obviously in the Hamilton days and stuff like that, like he's yeah. there's there's a lot there's evil words I could use. A bit of a tool um, is is the PG version. We like to keep it PG here. Uh, the occasional swear gets dropped in, but no, yeah, it was really weird. Like I was listening to it, and I was like, what the hell? You're being nice, like.
1: What? Do you think it's just because his, you know, had a change in fortunes since he's been at Aston, and
0: and then the happiness kind of has come.
1: maybe those positive vibes are kind of he's,
0: you know yeah man, manifesting spreading. the positivity like it's because like <laughs> let's be honest, you've got to admit that Lance this year has in the four races he's done, obviously he's he's done he's done a cracking little shift in he's put a he's put a good he's put a good shift in like even obviously with the broken wrist and everything like that he's done a good job. Like, um, well, I think he finished sixth or seventh in the race. Nando was fourth. Um, their qualifying wasn't amazing. I can't remember. Like, at, at, at one point, I was like, is the Aston Martin hype train gone? But no, Nando was getting faster laps, trading it off with Max, but then came fourth. But, like, yeah, I think they actually are working well together, despite everybody's thoughts of, nah, this is going to be rubbish. They're going to, he's going to. Nando's gonna absolutely eat Lance alive, Lance is not gonna be very happy with Nando. Cause even after the contact in Bahrain, there's not really been any like rages, if you get what I mean.
1: Yeah. There's not that sort of tension that, you know, can sometimes happen. I guess perhaps it shows that sometimes the driver pairings that you least that expect. people anticipate won't work so well actually do.
0: Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, and, and yeah, it's kinda of the opposite with like the ones that you think you're gonna work and they don't. Not obviously. We we did think that like Danny, Danny, Rick, and Lando were gonna get on quite well. They did. Yeah. But there was bits from Lando where it was like, I can can I overtake Danny? Can I overtake him here? Can I overtake and like Monza 2021? At one point, Lando did go. Can I like can I overtake? And they're like, No, no, just just hold it. And he was like, Fares, I'll let him have it. Like I won't I won't do it. he he, he then realized. Mm-hmm. So it, it, I'm not saying it was the worst relationship between them two but it well it did obviously had its flaws Every, everybody has its flaws though but yeah Nando and Lance it's a mm-hmm. bit um maybe maybe Nando just likes Lance's style yeah oh <laughs> oh you I don't watch Sky Sports but I was I saw it on like TikTok and everything um where it was like Crofty and Brundle putting in all like the the Taylor Swift references that's
1: brilliant I love it
0: I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to weigh my opinions in if it's happening great if it's not no worries but uh yeah it's an interesting one uh...
1: <laughs> at least uh, nando has a very fast getaway car
0: oh
1: <laughs>
0: see I'm not a. am not that deep of a swifty so I don't know that many songs I only know like the a couple I've, of them.
1: I've, one of my housemates at uni is so I feel like I've just been it's been imbued in my subconscious
0: yeah that was like me last year i ended up getting like lo- i ended up learning loads about little mix because of my flatmate and i was just like okay i ended up watching their final like show anyways we digress love
1: we... it although i feel like we'll do that to our friends about most sports. oh so...
0: absolutely i was watching 2021 season finale i was like god in their whole house whole house heard me it was great anyways uh <laughs> we we, lo- we lose track of topic this sprint format. Oh, the sprint format. What are your thoughts on
1: it? <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I haven't I haven't obviously been able to watch this weekend's sprint yeah. and see how exactly it unfolded. But in general, I have kind of mixed feelings. Like, obviously, yeah. there are some both logistical and kind of... Mental? ...fan reasons that people are perhaps aren't so keen on it. Yeah. But at the same time I feel like especially having had the experience of watching stuff like Formula E, mm-hmm. okay, I do a, see the little, uh, the hint. benefit. Yeah, a little segue. L- for l- little you. I do see the benefit later. of having something that is that bit more bite sized and kind of, you know it's it's a whole package of racing that just that little bit That's just shorter that, and self that, that extra a little taste a little amuse-bouche for the weekend you know oh, oh. and fancy words. i quite like that
0: you can tell who's <laughs> from the south and who's from the north of the of england can't you uh, well
1: who's a french student unfortunately. <laughs>
0: me. I, I study environmental sciences yay sophie and the, i do french oh yeah great thanks oh bringing out all the fancy words anyways uh yet again, we, we lose track of the topic. But yeah, the sprint. I, I watched it on channel four. Uh I I'm I'm mixed feelings because I mm-hmm. personally didn't really see the point of it because of the current dominance. Now obviously I yeah. know you can't know about the dominance when you're thinking of these ideas like two, three years ago, but like if it was in the time with the Mercs, it would have been exactly the same of the Mercs would have won it the Mercs would have won the race as well. And it was just like, I was just sitting there thinking, this is literally what's just going to happen tomorrow. And shock horror, it borderline Mm -hmm. was, it was a pretty similar idea. And I was just like, yeah, like that's, that's always been my thoughts kind of from the start of the sprint. Like since sprint brought in, I, I preferred the other format personally of like doing the sprint quality on the, on the Friday, do the sprint race on the Saturday that affects Sunday. I was quite a big fan I think personally what they should do is bring back practice Fridays um, Mm -hmm. and then have the whole sprint quality sprint stuff on that on a Saturday and then the proper race on the Sunday. Personally, I think that would be better because I know people aren't interested in practice, but practice is needed for the drivers like you. Yeah. The rookies this year, Logan Sargent, uh Oscar Pastry, Piastri, sorry. <laughs> sorry, too many people have made that joke. Um, Oscar Piastri, Nick DeVries, they only had an hour with the track that they've never raced on in a Formula One car before. They'll have done it in Formula Two and whatnot, but never on a Formula One car. Even the experienced drivers, the track was slippy. Um there was a bit of a there was a bit of a tussle in the sprint race between Russell and Verstappen. And it's just like, if you... Oh, hello. Sorry, just the podcast manager just stood at the door. Um, like If if they had a little bit extra practice, they would have known a bit better. Maybe the contact wouldn't have happened. Maybe Max wouldn't have got so angry at George. Um, that was hilarious to watch. Because just uh, Max... Ab- yeah, I did also berated. see
1: that on the <laughs> socials.
0: Properly written. They all, got some
1: fuel for, for Drive to Survive.
0: Everybody, strangely enough, has cut the last word he said out. Strangely enough, they've hmm. just they cut out what he what he called him. Can't think why, um, but yeah, like, <laughs> I do think they should bring kind of bring back the way that they used to do it. Either have sprint quality on the on the Friday and then the sprint race on the Saturday, or do just or just do all sprints on the Saturday. Have practice Fridays and an actual race because I don't really see the point in the Saturday race not really Im- influencing the Sunday race. Like, what's the point? I actually agree. Sure. Christi- I, I think with it Christi works
1: Harder. well when it's all connected.
0: Yeah. Like, I understand for fans, like, fans who are there, great, yeah, get the watch. But also, it's like, mm-hmm. I've now just seen a miniature version of Tomorrow.
1: Yeah, it's exactly, it's nice that, I think I enjoyed the, the the sprint when you thought, well, okay, this could actually impact, you know, how the grid is going to look on Sunday, yeah. and then, you know, that's that can do something to maybe, you know, throw, you know, the cat among the pigeons and, and see kind of... Mm what happens with the dominance that otherwise, you know, you can kind of expect you know, your outcomes. I think it's quite an exciting concept when it then can bring something new to the table and kind of, you know, give people a chance to be yeah. fighting from a different position on the grid.
0: The next one's um, in Austria. So it, it, the next one's in Austria. should should be, should be pretty good. I think they should bring it back to the UK and um, put it on Silverstone again because – that was obviously the first, I think that was the first sprint. I got to watch everything live. Because yeah. uh, Channel 4 got it live. Oh. Uh, you know, this is, this is a, yeah. the sprint as well doesn't really benefit the Channel 4 viewers. I'm not paying money. Uh, I will just watch Channel 4. <laughs> I did look into F1 TV, though, for everything else. But yeah, like, I think I think the sprint has a little bit of work to do. Uh, I think they should kind of go back to the other way. I don't know about you.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think what's nice is that they are experimenting with yeah, it. Yeah, they right? are. They're trying. Um,
0: they're list- They are listening as well. Like they, they, obviously, they've they've done different stuff. They've tried it this way. They're trying it that way. Obviously, Pulse it was last year and whatever. Yeah, I think it's.
1: Yeah, I think that's good because you know, especially when it's as something as established as F one, and when the fans, the fan base is like such an interesting mixture of like you know really established long-time fans that maybe have been watching with their families for mm-hmm. years and years and years or then people that have got into it more recently maybe through Drive to Survive or these other things is mm-hmm. trying to find a balance that keeps everyone engaged um but that also realizes that it's a sport that you know is allowed to evolve yeah, and doesn't they, have to remain kind of fixed in its ways
0: yeah like new, new stuff will work just give it a bit of time
1: yeah. Yeah, and I think it's nice that they're letting themselves experiment and you know trying new things rather than just uh, kind of literally trying to yeah pick one solution or one idea and, and kind of stick with it. They're giving themselves that flexibility, which is nice.
0: Now. Um- the Zoom meeting ended, so we had to restart it, so I've completely lost my train of thought, but we were definitely on the sprint. Uh, I knew I was about to draw up about the sprint. One thing I would like to say, FIA, yet again, this is my second point about them, absolute clowns. One thing that happened during the sprint, uh, Sonoda's tyre just came off. He hit the wall, and it was just rolling down the thing. It took them so long to put out a VSC. Just ages, it was like, oh yeah, we'll just pull out the yellow sectors here, it's like, dude, there's a tyre, there's a literal tyre carcass just rolling in the middle of the road, get rid of it, it was just FIA, what is going on, I don't know, oh, ah, I think we've lost Sophie, uh, so obviously Zoom has its slight issues, Of, need in- we need internet for this, whilst we're waiting for Sophie to come back, um, we will, I'll quickly bring up about the Formula 2 and the F1 Academy this weekend. Formula two, my days, what a race. In the sprint race, it was absolute chaos at first. It was unreal. It was like boom, boom, and zombies come back. I on. Oh sorry, it was
1: all going so well.
0: (laughs) and nothing can go wrong
1: oh no it's all went wrong
0: let's bring that meme back <laughs> um yeah i was just talking about like Sonoda's tire um uh, just being in the middle of the road and just the fia just doing nothing about it like just yellow sectors and no like what's it called um vscs or anything like what are they
1: doing yeah that's that's you know it's risky it's I, ridiculous. I mean, when worse. I was at the Formula E, not to, not to kind of segue into that too soon, but <laughs> we actually saw um, like contact happening pretty much right in front of us, uh-huh. um, and you know, immediately you have the safety car, you have uh, you know the marshals going out sweeping everything up, mm-hmm. clearing up the debris. It, you know, when there's something like that on a live track, it, it can
0: Especially be really dangerous back as well. There's no runoff. Well, minimal
1: minimal. So, run off. Yeah. Run off. I, I wonder what happened to, to mean
0: that it was just kind of just, <laughs> just rolling along really sadly. Just the yellow flags until Oh yeah, now just it's bouncing. V, now it's a VSC. Yeah. Anyways, right. Uh just whilst you had your small mare, I was just started talking about the F two and what an absolutely chaotic mm. race that was in the sprint. Uh where oh, it was gosh. obviously just really, yeah. really slippy. Everybody it was like Four cars or something, four or six cars just went straight into the first corner. Oliver Behrman straight through it. Absolute hero Ollie Behrman. Man to watch. What a ga- what a dude. I think Sylvie might have gone again. Um Oli Behrman, absolute legend. He was just on form all weekend. Uh, he's definitely a guy to wa- he's definitely a guy to watch uh, this year, maybe even next year. I don't know if he's a rookie or not. But uh we, we love we love uh the the Premers just doing well. Yeah, Prema just dominating F two and everything.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> oh, are we back? Maybe. We don't know. Um what a time for Wi-Fi to God. Hi, Kian. Keon keep Keon? Kian? Keon's just distracting me. As ever. Um but yes. On a side note, away from Baku, just whilst we're waiting for Sophie again, um oh, <laughs> sorry. Away from away from Baku, there was the F one Academy debut this week at the weekend just gone. It was in Spielberg austria a what a track to start with spielberg what a track
1: yeah
0: yeah back it's amazing. They're, they're back they're back
1: <laughs> i am back <laughs> yeah what a, what a track Finally. to start
0: with spielberg austria a, a great for overtaking, great for the format that they did it was free races where it was like 30 minutes 20 minutes and then like 17 minutes or something like that and it was proper racing it was really good. Like I've, I've, I've got notes. Uh, I I watched the highlight reel this morning. This is why I looked into F1 TV. It's, it's
1: you know a punchy format, an amazing track, yeah. a great place to start for sure, and, and yeah, hopefully something that will only get bigger and better as uh, as time goes on.
0: Uh, Mart, Marta Marta Garcia and Bianca Busta, I think it's Bustamante, or I'm really bad at pronouncing names. They just the the premier team were just on form all weekend. Like, they won, uh, Martin Garcia won the first two, uh, one and two, I think, and, uh, no, maybe, and then Bustamante won two and, no, not one and two, three, but did well in race two, and won race three, I think it was, or whatever, I can't remember, I can't fully remember my notes, I was quite, I was, I, it was my first thing this morning, I've done a lot of studying since then. Um, <laughs> What on earth have I said here? Yeah, there was a few incidents in the in the race, but, like, it was kind of just resolved. Like, they, there was a few spins, a few little bits of contact, but they got on with it. They kept driving, and it was just, oh, it was just great. Like, even, uh, obviously, the Premers kind of, like, dominated over it, but Abby Pulling and a couple of the other cars, but Abbey Pulling especially, only because it's a bright pink car and it was hard not to notice, they... Abby Pulling had a few <laughs> sniffs at a, a couple of couple of good over a couple of like. Oh, do I go for it? Do I go for it? What I liked, it didn't have DRS. It was proper slipstream. It was proper racing, and it was just like yeah. Like Abby Pulling, um, yeah. I think there was a bit into I think it's turn two or turn three, had a really sharp right hander as you go up the hill. Um, mm-hmm. they right behind, literally right behind the car in front pulled out right at the last second and went, boom, down the inside and overtook them. I was like, yes, go on. It was, oh, (laughs) so good.
1: Yeah, that's what you want to see. It's, you know, as much as things like DRS have their own interest in the assignment, right, and it adds to strategy and all of these things, Mm -hmm. it is cool to see just, you know, who can draw out that technique, kind of just the driver and, and, you know, the slipstream. Literally. taking that shot at that split second As, um, rather than, you know, knowing that you have a window and knowing that you're within a certain amount, and, yeah. you know, within a second or whatever.
0: Like there was, there was another one. It, it's I, cool, but
1: it's not got so much contingency, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's, like like, you, it's not like you either have DRS or you don't. It's like, yeah. you could, you've got to take the opportunity, I guess. You
0: just, just got to go for it. There was a bit in uh, turn six that in like the second sector, when they, they go to the left, go down and they left again, um where abby pulling yet again went on a went for a move on the outside and it was like oh my god this is amazing uh, <laughs> like i only i've like, you'd only ever think about doing that in the game obviously you see it a few times in yeah i was races, gonna say But just like oh my god she was absolutely going for it and it was oh it was great abby pulling because you got a bright pink car basically it's why i noticed it so much but, but it was just like it was like mm-hmm. dark color dark color slightly red and white obviously with the premise and in bright pink carlin i was like yeah that's a carlin car because <laughs> it's it uh, they got bwt yeah. they got bwt as their sponsors the, the pink looks really cool but like I yeah, it, it. i am it's great i'm excited to see and it's so easy F- to spot Literally, you want a
1: livery that no, stands
0: out i'm excited to see how f1 academy goes throughout the year uh, I think they're definitely in Silverstone, so I think that's going to be quite cool, going for, like, Maggots and Beckets and stuff like that. However, I mentioned yes. this to Sophie just before we started. I was a little bit upset with the F1 Academy, just the lack of sponsors, lack of sponsors on the cars, lack of people in the grandstands. I don't know how much it was advertised or whatever for tickets and over there, but just the lack of, the lack of publicity there was mm-hmm. a little bit upsetting, and I was just like, "There's just we need, we need to have the sponsors on the cars. That one sponsor just needs to go. Boom! I'm doing it. The rest will follow. Domino effect. People need to be in the seats. I don't know what the seat situation was. I don't know if they 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 were advertising the seats. Like were, were they selling tickets for it? God knows. But if they were, Who knows? If they were,
1: yeah people didn't know quite what they would be coming for, or didn't know that they could go. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think as well the fact that there's no live broadcast, as far as I'm aware. No, I don't think so. Unless happening.
0: it's on, unless it's on F1 TV, I don't fully know. But um, like the from highlights- what I've
1: seen, I think they're just going to be doing kind of highlights and and yeah. kind of that sort of style. I mean, obviously, the the thing is is logistically and kind of cost-wise you know quite prohibitive if they turned around and said okay we're gonna have the full whole hog you know
0: live live broadcast situation everything's up all the seats they're gonna have to sell a lot of seats to do that i do think it takes so
1: much infrastructure and a lot of people and you know they're, they're only just kind of kicking it off the ground so i can you know, maybe you know, those are things that we can look forward to introducing like once it's more established. Maybe um, we should sign up
0: for media accreditation. Who knows? That one. We should have signed up for media accreditation <laughs> for uh, F1 Academy. That would be pretty sick.
1: That would be amazing. That would be but pretty to say sick. It's, it's it on, my, like Susie Wolf. On, on the wish list. <laughs> that would be yeah. I, like, I saw her at the um, at the London e Pre last year, the Formula Um, Literally, the first person that I saw as I walked into the site, she was queuing up to get a Costa coffee. Um, what? So a I didn't hero. interrupt her because I, I knew that the caffeine fix in the morning
0: is is necessary. <laughs> I can't. But, I really. Um, I don't drink yeah. coffee or anything. I
1: was like, so I, I, th- I was like, you know the Leonardo DiCaprio meme of just kind of pointing. And I was like,
0: oh, that's easy. Hey, 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 here we go. Hey. That, that's <laughs> pretty cool. But yeah, I think I think Britain will definitely give it a good amount of uh, a good. I think it'll get a good amount of publicity. It'll boost it because yes, obviously definitely. I think everyone's racing there. Formula Three, Formula Two, Formula One. F1 Academy going to be there. There'll definitely be some other sport series there. It's going to get the publicity yeah. it deserves.
1: The whole compliment. Absolutely. and also hopefully that is the sort of thing that is going to bring um, you know bring fans to it, right? Yeah. Because it's it's to. one I'd, thing watching I'd, it on a TV, and, and you know I grew up watching motorsport on the TV and mm-hmm. never imagined actually going to a race weekends. Yeah, but I once I you've experienced it, it. it in person it's a whole different world. So so hopefully then for the people that are going to be there anyway for the Formula One, for the other, you know, Formula Two, whatever it is, they're then going to be exposed to that as well and see like the, the amazing female talent that's coming through. And I'm glad that they're getting a, a, a another opportunity, you know, like mm-hmm. following on from W Series to, to showcase that talent. And, and hopefully F1 Academy will be able to, get these female drivers feeding in directly to the other yeah. feeder series. The spon- um, the sponsors which is the thing go. that W Series, just, you just, know, just unfortunately didn't it quite didn't do it. get to do. Um,
0: as soon as the yeah, sponsors come, so, happy days. As soon as, as, soon as one sponsor just goes, let's do it.
1: I think that's it. Someone needs to kind of step out and say, like, okay, we're going to be the team. We're going to be the sponsor that gets the first woman back on the F1 grid. Yeah. Um, And, you know, because I feel like at this rate, it's not that there aren't women with experience. Um, I mean, you know, you've you've had women reserve drivers, you've had, you know, like Susie Wolf. Yeah. In not recent, in, you know, in in not that long ago um, series, being there on the grid, driving their phone cars, we just need to have like a team and a sponsor that takes that next step and... uh, you yeah, know, it looks absolutely. like things are moving in the right
0: it, direction. Yeah, everything's everything's coming. Uh, for some strange reason, I would love to see Nutella on an F on just, on any race car. I really like Nutella, and I would just absolutely. I was just sitting there oh. thinking, sponsors Nutella. That'd be a great sponsor.
1: Yeah,
0: that'd be a really good sponsor.
1: God, love I'm trying it. to think, Nutella. that would Cool. Oh, that'd be very cute. That'd be quite cool. Anyway, I mean, because they've had chocolate, they've had chocolate before.
0: Yeah, her, like Hershey's and it's like Hershey's are on the McLaren. Sure they are. I'm sure they still are. Anyways, we, we 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 I'm very good at this whole sidetracking thing. But yes, anyways, throughout the throughout this episode, you'll have heard Sophie mention about going to events and stuff like that. Now, Sophie has done something that myself and Ava can only dream of doing at the moment, and that is has gone to race weekends. I say me and Ava. I don't actually know what Ava's done. I think Ava might have been to like a rally every now and then. But the last racing event that I went to was the touring cars, a very, very, very long time ago, and I actually don't really remember much about it. Apart from there was a spider on my hat. But uh, yeah, oh. what it, what is it? What, what? First of all, which events have you been to? Which ones?
1: Sure. So I, my first ever race weekend was the Extreme E Jurassic X Prix in Dorset in December it? 2021. <gasps> a very, very muddy. But very very fun weekend.
0: Yeah, I, I remember watching
1: and that, it. And yeah, it was. Oh my word! Let's just say I didn't en- envision having to bring wellies uh, to my, my first race weekend.
0: Uh, <laughs> they don't come so that, extreme that, was, for that nothing. was a great
1: experience. Exactly. Um, it that was wonderful. It was in the the Bovington Army Camp. So you know, in the middle of the countryside and. Um, the way that the, the paddock just kind of springs up out of nowhere for the weekend and, and you know, they have their, their ship to the St. Helena kind of bringing all the equipment and the cars
0: uh-huh.
1: from place to place. Um, it, it was just incredible to see all of that um, kind of behind the scenes. I think they're, they're kind of broadcast and all of the um, kind of content that they put out on YouTube or their um, uh, Race for the Planet, like their, their documentary on Amazon uh, Prime. I think that's all of that I think that's stuff been on YouTube they... as well
0: now, just to make it available.
1: Oh, they, oh put, wonderful. They put another, I think um, they put
0: Unfiltered on, and, which is like the behind-the-scenes one, and I think they've put Electric Odyssey, which I've yeah. watched every now and then, but sadly I have a lot of studying to do. Oh, yes.
1: Now. Yeah, that one's really good as well. I mean, I think in all of their content, they do a really good job of balancing like the the. The environmental side, the actual racing, obviously, yes. which is what we want to see, uh-huh. um, and also just like the very interesting tidbits of how it all comes together to to create a racing series and hold these events. I think mm-hmm. that's really interesting, um, and it's something that, especially with something like F one, despite watching it for so many years, I you know it wasn't until I really got inter- interested in this as a kind of career. Industry, I guess, rather than just watching as a fan, that I started to understand how the race weekend's worked. Whereas, really, since the beginning of watching Extreme, e, they they do a really good job of like making it, I guess, accessible and, and understandable for fans. Like, you, you get that glimpse of like what goes on behind the scenes, um which I really enjoy. I think it makes it very endearing and engaging for fans to watch.
0: That's very good. Cool. They even with the they had a format change this year because they've got the whole q1 q2 redemption and, and final race now and like even with that like they yeah. made that available they put it on the website they put a youtube video out and even like even on the events they go oh yeah we've changed the format this is what's happening they they're constantly telling yeah. you which is they they really they they don't they don't turn around and go yes let's make it the most complicated thing ever when we're explaining this they they put it nice and simple and it's it, it's like obviously just like you set the times. You do the race. It's it's a good, solid, simple structure. They don't need to complicate it or anything. It's great. I, I'm, I love the way that they, they they tell you about it and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think I kind of like what we were talking about with the sprint race, right? And and kind of F one FIA taking the opportunity to try out different formats, see what sticks, yeah. um, and see what works best for the teams, the drivers, and the fans. I think extreme has, has done that really well because they have had format changes over, you know, the the years, you know, they're still a very new series and, you know, maybe there will be changes to come, like they're still developing, and figuring out what works best for them, but they're not afraid to do that. And I think that really works in their favor Absolutely. because if they can be like open and transparent about that, every single change that they're making is improving the, the kind of the fan experience and just the, the
0: overall experience for everyone involved. So, yeah, I, would, yeah, I, would, I, would I think love they're doing to a great do, job. Uh, people, the regular listeners probably know now that I really want to do an, an extreme episode. Probably... It's mainly to do with my environmental science background. Like, I really want to do it. I sent an email. I've sent off for media accreditation for Scotland. And I sent them an email that they're going, please, when do we find this information now? I really <laughs> want to do an so. episode. Let me in. Let me in. Literally, let me. I might have to put that as a meme, actually. But literally, you see, I'm, I'm waiting oh. for that email back. I'm waiting for it to come back and be like, yeah, you've got it. Because it's just, oh, it's so close to where I live. It's like, it's so possible. But yes, oh
1: absolutely keeping fingers crossed because it's such an amazing paddock to to be in Mm -hmm. i mean i feel like that's a kind of reductive because any paddock is amazing amazing. to be in if you enjoy motorsport Mm -hmm. but i'm so glad that extremely was my first experience it was so welcoming um you know motorsport is a small world as well and you meet people and then you'll see them again in other places and you know a few people that i know from Extreme, e, i've then seen since at formulary e, and i know that they're involved across the board in all of these different series um but i think the nature of extremey e as such a new series and also as one that is so purpose-driven and also is is, is small and very kind of self-contained mm-hmm. um you know they deliberately have quite small footprints on site because it reduces their emissions you know they've mm-hmm. only got Quite small race teams. You don't have a huge, even a huge media presence. It's quite um, self-contained. You maybe have a few VIP guests and then you know family and friends. But it's it's very very cosy, mm-hmm. and theres not there isn't a, there is there aren't spectators. And as a result, it was such a such a welcoming atmosphere to kind of walk into. Obviously, first ever time setting foot at a race, you know, having never even gone as a spectator before. Uh-huh. And I was rocking up with my media accreditation thinking, oh my word. That's quite a jump. <laughs> um, and, you know, yeah, but it was just lovely. Um, you know, the whole Extreme E team are all really friendly. They're all so talented as well at what they're doing and, and doing such a great do- job. But even though, you know, race weekends are so hectic, they all had time to, explaining what was going on, you know, to show us around. They did um, paddock tours for the media, which I thought was quite interesting because I haven't heard of that being something that necessarily Formula no, E I'm does. Not, not Formula that. One, I have no well, idea.
0: Yeah, I mean, yes, um, I've not heard about But, it. you
1: know, know so the media, it. we got a tour around, we got to familiarise ourselves with what was going on. Uh-huh. And just the whole atmosphere of it is is very kind of community feeling. And and Formula E is is similar from my experiences, but... I think with meat because of it being such a kind of close-knit atmosphere, you know, literally everyone eats in the same um, kind of canteen tent, mm-hmm. uh, catering tent. So I was sat eating my lunch a table away from Jutta Kleinschmidt, and, you know, half the, the grid were just all eat, eating their lunch, and, you know, we're just kind of sat there vibing. And if you want to go out and speak to someone just for a, a chat, not even a kind of media interview, You just wander up and ask them if they've got a couple of minutes. So, so you know, there we were at about, what, seven something, eight in the morning, uh, walking through the paddock, and Nico Rosberg was there. He was filming. I think he was doing an Instagram live. And so we just kind of waited for him to finish up and just sort of wandered over, had a chat, interviewed him. That's it. It was really wonderful. (laughs) That's awesome! It's it's so cool because you can just kind of poke your head around into the garage and be like, oh, is I don't know is Casey Money free for a chat? And they'll say, oh yeah, she'll be out in five minutes. And you know, they go. It's, it's a really, um, kind of open access feeling, which was really great because, um, you know, it kind of, I guess gave me the experience of just going up and asking people things or just going up and talking to people. Um, and that was really, really helpful. Um, and to do it in an environment it where it was awesome. so the done thing that oh everyone God. could just walk up anywhere and ask anyone anything and then you know as long as somebody has the time to to talk with you they will um that was really really nice um and also just very surreal
0: oh, hopefully oh hopefully hopefully they respond what was the what was the formulary e like? yeah, you mentioned, I... mentioned the formulary e. sorry I'm, I'm very happy to hear about the Formula E because I I have been trying to get into that, but every time the race is on, I'm busy. It's really annoying.
1: Yeah, that's oh the the, the woes of doing this while also studying. Um, yeah, I, I, I was can really happy to go to two Formula E races. So I went to the London one last year mm-hmm. during the summer. And then um, last weekend went to... Wait, was it last weekend? I feel like it's...
0: Yeah, it was a week ago, yeah.
1: No, not no, the weekend before... Oh, my gosh. I've lost track of time already. Um, oh, yeah. The, the penultimate weekend of, of April. Yes, I think yes. I holiday weekend feels like it didn't happen. Yes. I went to the Berlin E3. Um, and, and both of them were quite different experiences. Uh, I mean, from the London one, I was only able to go for one day. Um, so I went for the Saturday and wait I said that really confidently and now I can't remember (laughs) I'm pretty sure it was the Saturday Um, I I went for one of the days um, (laughs) and I went with two friends and we had grandstand tickets um, and it wasn't until you know quite close before the race that I then also received my media accreditation Um, so I kind of spent a mixture of my time like i obviously wanted to make the most of the grandstand ticket experience uh-huh. and be with my friends um and i was only there for the day so um you know that was something i wanted to make the most of so for you know watching the race and all of that i spent quite a lot of time in the grandstand watching from there we had a really good view we were um basically we were inside the excel center because the, the track's amazing where it goes kind of half inside half yeah, it's outside like a so, or isn't it's, it? it's really exciting yeah, it's, it's in the Excel centre, which is like a big convention centre. Um, and so then the track kind of runs through that. And then they obviously can use that site for the, the kind of the media centre, all of the kind of the fan village and everything can all be inside because they've got the huge building for it. And then the track runs through the inside and then around outside, around the, the, the kind of Docklands as well. So it's, a, it's an amazing site. It's really cool. Um and I believe it's the only indoor outdoor racing circuit. I may that's, have to you know, apply the
0: accreditation for that one as well. I have to see if I'm free. <laughs> I'm doing a lot over the summer, but I may have to apply. Because I can get down to London quite easily. So I may be able to do it.
1: Yeah, you've got to put yourself out there. And it's a really it's a really cool race to see. Mm. Um, and so for that I then i spent a little bit of time in the media centre, you know, met some nice people, had a had a chat with some people, learned about what they were doing um but you know it didn't uh, end up kind of watching many press conferences or anything like that because I was only there for that one day mm-hmm. um and then on i guess the flip side of that experience was um the berlin race weekend um where i mean i'm living in berlin at the moment so it was a pretty easy commute and i could go to um you know all day on Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then I also went along to the rookie testing on the Monday. Oh yeah. Um, I like think Felipe and, and then we're there as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which was great. Um so and that was that was absolutely wonderful. I was really pleased actually because I I met a lot more people and like you know, people that I'd already kind of known of or maybe been in touch with but not met in person and uh-huh. got to kind of, you know, build those connections up and um, just being able to spend the whole time in the media center really makes a, a difference, especially when you're there across the whole length of the weekend. Mm-hmm. That was what it was like at Extreme because, you know, for, for three days, you're going in and out and seeing everybody and you start to get to know everyone um, and, and kind of build that rapport and the familiar faces. And it really helps with kind of navigating the weekends and, and making the most of it. And uh, th- yeah, the same went for Berlin, you know, I actually got invited to an event by Envision Racing on the Friday, um, they have this uh, Race Against Climate Change event series that they do, I uh, think, at um, oh. most, if not all of the race locations um, seen across, the, across uh, the calendar. And I think
0: there's a, there's a content creator I follow, uh, F1 Antonio, I think my name is, and I think she did it. Yes, I actually met her this <gasps> oh weekend.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, it is so cool. Oh,
0: it's, <laughs> it's, it's such a small world. And it's, it's great. It's a small
1: world. It's a small world. And so, yeah, that was really exciting. I got to meet, you know, a few people there um, who then I was able to kind of, you know, spend time with over the course of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of whom uh, is is Gracie Talia Ross, who she um, represents Fend Speed. Um, which is kind of, you know, advocating for female careers and representation in motorsport. And I met her at that event and she's a real kind of veteran of the Formula E paddock. Um, uh-huh. and she isn't an engineer herself. So she, um, she was able to kind of give me the lowdown of how it works kind of being in media center from start to finish over the course of the weekend. Um, and and you know, things like that, meeting people like that who have that experience is super nice just to get a feeling for how things work. Um and so I appreciated that. And yeah, so over the course of the weekend, we actually lucked out as well because the weather on Saturday was fantastic. Yeah, it's I've been on your living story. in Berlin for a month now. I... And it's been grey and it's been rainy and you know, like British weather, which is not what I came here for. <laughs> and Saturday the sun came through. It was wonderful. Um, It was really nice to just basically spend the whole day outside. We found ourselves a really nice viewing spot, um, sort of where turns four and five are on Mm -hmm. were on that track. Um, So it was it was lovely. We just basically basked in the sun and watched cars kind of driving right past us. Sounds like
0: heaven. Um, It sounds
1: great. It really was, and I I can't remember the exact number, but they had. I want to say in that first race on the Saturday, 190 overtakes. Oh,
0: I need to start watching Extreme, uh, not Extreme e, I already watched that one, Formula E, Formula E, that's why I need to start watching.
1: Yeah, it's it's absolutely it's fantastic. So I mean, it's something that I, you know, watch Formula 1 for as long as I can remember pretty much mm-hmm. and Extreme e since it started. Um, and Formula E I was definitely aware of since it's been around, but did properly start watching until kind of the last year or so um and oh my gosh is it worth it because mm-hmm. the racing is just incredible the action is so so tight um you know you you can never count you know even with the drivers that are performing consistently or whoever is at the top of the championship it really means nothing um and and so it was a great weekend for that and especially you know then on the sunday we had um, a bit of rain in the morning, so we had a rainy qualifying, and then it dried up again for the race. Um,
0: that bit of spice.
1: Yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. A bit of a bit of excitement. Um, a lot of excitement, to be honest, because there was even more overtakes. I think over. Yeah, literally, even over the the first race on Saturday. I believe there were more overtakes during that. Than during the whole of the weekend, the previous race weekend that they had in Sao Paulo. That's
0: amazing. That is, um, that's some insi- insane stats.
1: Just like the numbers, it's unbelievable, and you know the amount of kind of um, changes who was a race leader. It's it's really got that unpredictable unpredictability and the kind of anyone can win. Mm-hmm. which I think is really exciting. Yeah. Um, and obviously as well, the fact that they're doing it in electric cars, that are so fast. And when you're stood there and they're going past you, like watching <laughs> the rookie practice on Monday, I went and I kind of plonked myself for a few minutes, basically right next to the start finish line. And it's just unbelievable. Cause when you compare, cause I could watch as they were coming out of the uh, pit exit mm-hmm. to come in to start their, their, their lap. And then comparing that as they were just starting and, and rolling off, compared to the cars that were flying down the straight, the speed of it—it it just kind of—it's—it's it's incredible. You feel like you get like a shock wave almost, <laughs> definitely <laughs> like a sound wave as so they come past.
0: It's like, whoosh,
1: um, and, and that's boom, just amazing to be so up close to it. Yeah, you almost can't follow it with the <laughs> naked eye. Like they're going that fast. It's—it's it's really wonderful, and that, um, that is obviously insane. as well, they they are doing it for a. Through a good cause and like racing with a purpose and, uh-huh. and raising awareness of electric mobility. So that's a, oh, an added bonus Absolutely. on top of the really tight racing.
0: Absolutely. Now I have i uh, I've been told off by zoom. Um, the meeting's going to end, but, uh, yeah. Hope you've all enjoyed this week's episode of lick the stamp and send it. Uh, thank you very much, Sophie for coming on. Like it was amazing, for having me. amazing to hear the stories of like the actual weekend and like what it's all about. And obviously, your takes on stuff, it was great, uh, yeah
1: Yeah, I guess I'd just say you know to anyone listening, if you want to get a, a taste and experience of, you know, what it's like to be in the paddock, especially media accreditation you know, if you put yourself out there, if you kind of you know, maybe you want to work in journalism or maybe like myself, you're more interested in the PR comms side um, you know, the the worst thing people are gonna say is no, but more often than not you will be surprised and these opportunities will 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 be out there Absolutely. for people that are, you know, enthusiastic and interested and you know, it all just started from some articles for the student newspaper at Cambridge and, there and from there it's just kind of grown and expanded and you start to, you know, build a network for yourself and get to know people and you know, once you've been to one race weekend, you can really just keep on applying that knowledge. and I, I really couldn't have imagined, you know before I first set foot on the extreme we've had it that then I would start to accumulate these experiences. Um, <laughs> it really is very exciting, but it's also like totally attainable. and uh, yeah, I'm keeping fingers crossed for you that yes, you get to, Xtreme, head up to Scotland.
0: hopefully, hopefully. anyways, I'm gonna get this right this time. I'm gonna get it's outro time. I got this wrong last week. I'm pretty sure I messed it up. but anyways, Hope you've oh, enjoyed
1: no, no pressure.
0: Oh yes. Hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of lick the stamp and send it. We will be back next week hopefully. I don't know, maybe the week after. I've got exams and I'm also quite busy moving out next week, but we hope, we hope. We live in hope. And remember, if you're ever in doubt, pass the checkered flag, lick the stamp and send it. Thank you very much for listening. See you all later.